You're listening to Miss Erica Amanda Polk, and this is a left-handed podcast. Good sis! Are you for me, or are you against me? You're canceled. <laughs> Whack. Facts. to do this this is my last recording of the summer it's erica your host hostess with the mostest um left-handed podcast season one it's been a good run um with my friend alex and yeah like i really did that thanks for all the support from all my friends and thank you for all the kind words and the positive um and both the negative too all that uh constructive criticism you say negative stuff so <laughs> i mean people but like for example i cut people off when i talk sometimes when i'm excited but like that's just because i'm engaged i'm either cutting you off quote unquote or i'm like not talking and like you know yeah of you talking like while someone else is talking not really but i kind of view it as in being engaged in what they say but anyways this is alex um i'm calling him on the phone because <laughs> he doesn't live in texas so obviously it's not gonna why are you making all that this is what i'm talking about stop not making, making noises. noise all right all right all right so, so are you gonna is, edit that out no, I'm not going to edit it out. I already told you I don't feel like editing anything out. So this conversation, I edited it out? Nope, so act right. Oh, I like it. Uncut and raw. All right. You're annoying. So this is Alex, um, good friend of mine. How do we meet? How do we know each other? Tell the people. Um, uh, You're annoying. So my best friend, Armani... <laughs> my best friend one of one of my really close friends Armani she Alex went to her Alex was in her congregation and she was like oh my god this weird kid from Florida <laughs> literally weird. She, said weird. she was like this weird kid from Florida acts just like you Erica you should meet him and so oh, <clears throat> and so I met Alex and then he was he was different he wasn't like the other Texas like he didn't act like other Texas like my my like other Texas guy friends, I don't know. He was on some weird stuff back when I met him a long time ago. Whatever. I was struggling. I was hustling. <laughs> um, and then we ended up going to high school and that's when Alex hated me. Tell him, tell him. She was she's one of those uh one of those people that try and get you in trouble on purpose in school. <laughs> you know, if you didn't bring your your surprise to school, she was the one to say, Well, Alex doesn't have his notebook, so the rest of the class is gonna have to suffer too. You're a liar. She, you're you know, a liar. She likes to get, get people in trouble for no reason. She likes to go out of her way. You're a liar. Anyways, you made me use the L word. I've been trying not to. Um, one day, my teacher wasn't there, so I had to go to Alex's class. Me and my entire class, we had to go to Alex's English class, and. I think he was in the class, but I didn't remember him. And I didn't speak. And he started acting shysty after that. He didn't say anything to me either, mind you. But he felt some type of way. 
that I didn't say hi to him in that class because I didn't remember. I probably him. just got suspended or something. You're annoying. So, yeah. anyways, that's how we know each other. And then it was like three amigos, me, him, and Armani, and yeah. And then he moved me away. And, oh. <laughs> and then he moved away. I didn't move away. I got out. Uh, okay, yeah, because he hated Texas. So, uh, you have anything to promote? This is Alex is also a fellow creative. Um, he does cool things. Two solo art shows coming up. One this year, and then one next year. The one this year is in November and then it's all the way until December why didn't you tell me about this that's crazy I just got it I just booked it okay yeah like two weeks ago I just booked it I'm gonna just let y'all know they're gonna be in Florida so if you happen to be in Florida then <laughs> that's your boy um I'll put his social media in here what's your social media <clears throat> um it's Alex baby and then just an underscore A-L-X-B-A-B-Y that's on instagram or is that on twitter both both of them both. all right so this particular episode is going to be about kanye i'm so excited um i've been a long time kanye fan ish and i know that alex is too so i thought why not he's a perfect person to talk about all things kanye omari west mm-hmm. with you girl mm-hmm. So, first things first, <clears throat> excuse me, we're going to talk about Kanye's discography. We're going to give you a little rundown of it, and we're going to give you our favorite songs from each album. So, starting with the College Dropout, what's your favorite? Uh, I'm going to just go ahead and start off and say I don't have a favorite. Whack. Now, I'd, Alex, I literally... Okay, what? No, it's not, it's not that it's not that one's better than the other. It's just that there's each song is like a different I don't know, it's like a different feeling, like a different mood. And yeah. so it just depends on how I feel that I'm always listening to it. But I can say probably the one that I always listen to is The All Falls Down. Oh it all yeah. falls down. It's the real one, baby. I'm telling oh. you. Oh, 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 I probably know every word to that song. Okay, okay. That's a good one. So, College Dropout came out in 2004. I don't know what grade I was in. I was very young. But I really like um, Spaceship. I wish I could buy me a spaceship and fly. Past the sky. Oh. I love the melody. I was supposed to, like, I told Alex, oh, tell me your favorite verse from each of your favorite songs from each album. Which I can. I Which can. I can't do that. I've, I, when I was looking back, when I was, like, preparing for this pod, I was like, dang, okay, so College Dropout, I love Spaceship, but it's more of a melody thing for me. I love the melody, and I love when things go up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down. So I like Spaceship. That is probably my second favorite song, but uh, I know you said favorite, but it's really a tie. Like the two songs that I always Between listen to, all falls, all falls down, and then the I'll Fly Away one, the short little piece. Yeah, I love I love that one. I like that one and Through the Wire, Spaceship and Through the Wire tie. I like Through the Wire. His his voice gets a little bit annoying at times, trying to decipher what he's saying. 
But I do like it when it first came out. He had surgery. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I can listen to it so often. Every couple of times. Whack. All right. A little bit annoying. Late registration. That came mm. out in two thousand five. The very next album, very next year. What's your favorite? Uh, of course, favorite is heard him say with Adam Levine. True. In the now. And I heard him say, nothing's ever promised tomorrow today. And I heard him say, nothing's ever promised tomorrow today. But we'll find a way. Nothing lasts forever, but be honest, babe. True, true. But close second or other option are every single one of the skits, which I still don't know who that actually is. Was what it's, that actually is, but every single skit. Hold on. This was founded. I don't know who it yes. is. I thought it was yes. Bernie Mac at first. Bernie does. It does. It's, it's his voice is too deep. Does Bernie Mac do any of his like even on his? No, this is the first time he introduced skits. I don't know why I thought it was Bernie Mac. Mm, no, I don't know who it is. Bernie Mac is definitely on one of them. He has to. Let me see. <laughs> I knew I was going to see I knew I was going to see That is freaking Bernie Mac. What's wrong with you? Oh, it's probably... They probably did something to his voice. Let me but, see. I yeah, got to see now. That's one of my favorite. I got to double check. That's definitely Bernie Mac. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? No, it's D-Ray Davis, the comedian. Oh. He's doing a Bernie Mac impression, though. That's what it says. Uh, Impersonation. All right. So my favorite from late registration is Diamonds from Sierra Leone. Like, they killed it. They killed it. I do. I do like that one. Diamonds are forever. They won't leave in the night. I've no fear that they might desert me. Throw your diamonds in the sky if you feel the vibe. I do. I do like that one. They did? It is. Sometimes it's all, it's all over the place. No. Diamonds from Sierra Leone is pretty good. I like that one. Or um, Drive Slow. The disco ball in my mouth insinuates I'm bowling. I'm leaning on the sweet seat and crooked in my slab. But I can still catch poppers if I drove a cab. A young Houston hard hitter all about the Skrilla riding some candy coated crawling like a caterpillar. I'm tipping on them foes. I'm jamming on this group. I'm because of the Paul Wall yeah. feature. That's that's number three right yep. there. Yep. Going back to um, the college dropout though, I like Spaceship because he had a Consequence feature, and I'm like a new fan of Consequence. The one that you told me about, it's purple. It's like a whole bunch With of Texas. Yeah, that With one. Bun Consequence B. was, um, if not on the album, they were talking about him in conjunction with the album and just like music, like really good underground music. And I was like, dang, let me listen to some Consequence stuff. So I have a new appreciation for it. Um, I'm glad you didn't say Gold Digger because that one's like you know overplayed. Yeah. That yeah. one's super popular, but like he has some other gems. So next up is Graduation, 2006, came out two years after. This one is this one, this one right here. Let's see, my favorite is Big Brother. Good morning, number one. Okay, 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 okay. It's a little All basic. 
It's a little basic, though. It's a little basic. It, it It's not really basic, but it's, it's, I don't think really it could get, that's kind of like when a lot of people know him because of that. That's kind of like a staple song. Like I mean, so is, is Gold Digger. So, so is Gold Digger. Known. Yes. No. Uh-huh. Because Gold Digger is supposed to be like a funny song. I guess. It's, it's supposed to be like a kind of like, I don't know, like a comedy song. But Good Morning is like an actual song he put time and effort into. It's an anthem. It most definitely is an anthem. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. I like um, Big Brother because that's how I got my real introduction to Kanye. And that's when I really started standing hard. But we'll get into that later. Uh, My big brother was Big's brother. So here's a few words from your kid, brother. If you admire somebody, you should go ahead and tell them. People never get the flowers while they can still smell them. I idol in my eyes. God of the game. Heart of the city. Rockefeller chain. Never be the same. Never be another. Number one young hope. Also, my big brother, my big brother. 808s and Heartbreaks, 2008. Ugh. Mm. Ugh. Top, top three because there's not a lot of songs Ugh. on there. Top three, Robocop. Not the baddest girl I ever seen. Straight up out of movie scene. Who knew she was a drama queen? That had turned my life to Stephen King's. That's a fourth of the album. There's 12 songs. Exactly. So there's top three. I said name three. one of your favorites. I didn't say name I, a fourth of the album. I can't choose between one of those. What are they? Each of those. Each of those. The, the thing is, the album is not good in my opinion. So the fact that you can't choose like, is mind-boggling. Because I do it, not like it, this album. It's, it is good. It's just, um, it's, it was different. It was different. Disclaimer. It was very different. I wasn't used to it. Because, okay, if you look back, you His, look at all the other things that he released before that, they were all graduation, college dropout, mm-hmm. late registry. Those all were the same. And then he comes out chill, with Chill, chill, chill. He got pro- progressively better, my guy. Don't even try to do him like that. I, I didn't say he was getting worse. I didn't say what he started was worse or better, but it sounds the sound was different. It was. That was definitely his introdu- introduction to Kid Cudi. I wasn't really with it, though. I don't believe... You know, on a controversial level, Kanye has been known to, like... As big as he is and as much power and influence and pull and push that he has, being, like, a game changer and all that, he's been known to meet newbies and bite off their style and then, like, try to do what they do. And, And then he also has this recent thing of... Oh, nobody deserves credit, yada, 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 yada. But it's just like, you're rich, and you're, you're in a position to say that. Up-and-coming people need their shine, too, you know? But who did he bite off of? First of all, this is a very Kid Cudi album. Compared to I'm what? I'm lying. Compared to the first Compared three! To... No, 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 no. I'm talking about Kid... What is this with, like, in line with what Kid Cudi has right now? First of all... If I'm not mistaken, it's very, like, electronic. 
don't know. It's very. Is there a, a kid's album called Electronic? Don't even do me. I'm talking about electronic what, what sounding. Kid Cudi, what Kid Cudi album would you compare this to? I can't even name a Kid Cudi. I can't even name a Kid Cudi album. If oh, I like them, man. listen. If I like the music, I don't be listening to the titles like that. I wasn't standing oh Kid. Goodness. I was not standing Kid Cudi early on. I know. I know lots of his hits, and I know Passion, Pain, and Demon Slaying, or whatever it was called. I know that the album. Newest the newest one. Chill. One of the best the in my opinion, since one. I don't know the others. How, so, how is, so how is so how is? If it wasn't for Kanye. <laughs> you what? I would not have known who Kid Cudi is if it wasn't for Kanye. Okay, that's my point. That's my point. He got so, introduced to Kid Cudi and did a very Kid Cudi album. But Kid Cudi just wasn't that big. Do you know what I mean? It's like how people say that The Weeknd wrote one of Drake's albums. Like, yeah, and then The Weeknd started to pop off. And then people say that Party Next Door wrote one of drake's albums and then oh, I mean, party next long, door started uh, to pop off a little bit later you know what i mean i, I, I get it i get it since no 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 i don't think you get what i mean how is how exactly is 808s and heartbreaks different from the first three like in your words um the music the sound that's the what story. i'm saying when, what he's singing about so that's what totally i'm saying different. that's what i'm saying is that's what i'm saying musically it sounds electronic like electronic but, the genre. But just like you said before, every single time he's moving up, he's changing. So, I mean, are you going to tell me that the next album after this isn't that different? Because it is. Each sound is different every single time. Every album. Not the first three. You just said... Uh, yes, yeah, not the first three. Okay. Not the first three. But everything after but, that, most definitely. But I liked it, though. Yeah, and maybe it could have been because... Of what he was introduced to or who he was hanging around I mean, with or true, true, music true. with at that time. True, true, true. I was just, when I stated that he bites off of, that he bites off of like people, up and coming people that he just met. I wasn't saying like what side I was on. I was just, I was just saying it to let the people know, to let you know that that's something that he's been accused of. But I can totally see that this was definitely a Kid Cudi influence album and this came out in uh, 2008, and I was probably in middle school or uh, elementary or something, and I was not ready for this electronic sound because I grew up in an R&B household, you know what I mean? So when I'm hearing this, and he's going from like sampling old school artists and Ray Charles, and then I get 808s and Heartbreaks handed to me, I'm like, what is, like, what's going on? I'll tell you, I was probably in middle school, but I did not listen to any song except for Heartless. And the only reason I Literally, ever listened to it is because it was on the radio. I listened to uh, it because I was basically forced to. Okay, if you I were was, in middle it school. It wasn't until later school. on until I listened to all the rest of the songs on the album. Yeah. I only liked Heartless because I saw the video for it. And I'm a visual person. Yeah. And the video, the video was insane. It reminded me of that one Adam Sandler movie. Like, it was amazing. But I listened to it. I struggled to listen to this album just for this review just for this pod and i really love street lights and i never knew the title of street lights or what album it came from but i knew it was a kanye west song and like i'm 
falling in love with Kanye all over again. Streetlights is really amazing. So I that's my favorite I really song. Like it. I but really she, like it when he takes it slow and he sings on yes. his song or he tries to. Yes, and the and the song is so like visual. Like he did really good with the lyrics mm -hmm. and like encompassing like everything that he was visually taking in. Like I can just you know like being in the back seat with your parents driving when you're younger at night and just seeing yeah. like the street lights on the highway, like just like passing time and growing and changing. Like he really killed it. Let me know. Let me know. Let me. Seems like streetlights glowing Happen to be just like moments Passing in front of me So I hopped in the cab That's my favorite song. Um, next album, my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy um, Two years after the uh, latter He really did amazing, bro one of my favorites. This is, yeah, this is one of my favorites. This is amazing. This is like an, this is a body of work. This is what I really like. It's a body of work. Like, everything is cohesive. I love it. And I like that he did a, um, I like that he did a song with John Legend. Because the only reason I know about, well, one of the reasons I know about Kanye is also because of John Legend. Again, like, growing up in an R&B household, we listened to every single John Legend album that ever was, and he would have Kanye on sometimes. And so now that Kanye is like popping with my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, and then he has John Legend come on, I'm like, I like how it's all full circle. Yeah. Favorite song off of that album? Uh, chop Chop. I, I don't, I can't. What? I have to give a top three. I have to give a top three. See, you said this the last time. What is it? Hey, top three? What are they? Alright, number one. Number one being Blame Runaway. Game. What? Yes, that's number one. Because in a, a lot of it isn't actually because of the actual song, but it's because of the video that came along with yeah. the song. It gave me like a whole new appreciation for it. But that's uh, number one. Number two is Devil in a New Dress. Mm -hmm. And then number three is Blame Game. Blame Game's amazing. <laughs> Blame Game is funny. Um... You play game. I love you more. Let's play the blame game for sure. Let's call a name. Name. I hate you more. Let's call a name. Yeah, I like Devil in a New Dress. Like that's my jam. That Again, a melody. Rick Ross, that's I think that was. That, one he of killed the best it. He killed he it. Had. He killed it. He really like. He really did that. <laughs> so yeah, I like Devil in a New Dress a lot. What he said? What he said? Put your hands to the constellations. The way you look should be a sin. You my sis what? See my sensation? Like obviously that was the greatest form of poetry that I ever heard um nine years ago. It still is. So we're not doing Cruel Summer because that was a collab album. 2013, Yeezus, three what? years later. Alright, alright, fine. I guess we'll just skip over that. Um what's your favorite? 
Let me go first. Bound two, period. Before we did the whatchamacallit. Alright, what, what did the But what remind the, first, the people, remind the, the people. Don't lyrics. try to quiz me. Don't try to quiz me. I, I just wanna know. I wanna hear you say it. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely I, I wanna not. hear you say it. Tell I me hear you say it for the people. Tell me, what is Hold My Liquor about? You brought it up. Mike called Tupac over. Geezy's all on your sofa. These the red Octobers. Still ain't learning no manners. You love me when I ain't sober. You love me when I'm hungover. Well, if you must know, I'm gonna read it from the lyrics right now. Actually, I think I can listen to it while I'm talking to you. Can you hear me? I hear your cat. Oh, I can hear it. And All I right. told you to put it up because you're recording so, the podcast. So, look, so my favorite, my favorite part out of this, he says. Uh, where is it, where is it? I can't hold my liquor. Hold on, hold on. You got that? No, what the heck? You got what I just sent you? No, yes I got, and the answer is no. Okay, then I don't know why you're asking me. Here you're we go. To expose me. Oh! oh. <laughs> Erica, it's, it's a fraud, it's a fraud, it's a fraud. It is a fraud. <laughs> my bad, my bad. Well, anyways. It's a fraud, it's a fraud, it's a fraud. <laughs> That's what I kind of thought, but okay. You trying to get me caught up. You was about to have these ears burned right now. And you know, you made me glad. I actually, I thought about what I was going to I'm say. glad you did gonna, too, friend. I'm glad you did like, too. I was going to light this podcast up. I'm glad you did too, friend. So moving on. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> Bound 2 is the best song. You can't even say your lyrics on the air. Um, Blood on the Leaves, a good I mean, you second. can't say the lyrics on the air to hold my liquor either. Because I don't know them. Anyways, I'm in it as a, as a third. It's just, you chose three. 
So I'm gonna okay. choose three. Bound to number one, Blood on the Leaves number two, and I'm in it is number three. Like this, I mean, he has like Caribbean sounding people on this album. Like I never tied like Yeezus as being like a Caribbean album, but I mean, he does have two features from some. Oh my. That's slight disconnection. It's You're you. aggravating me. You're aggravating me. Uh, I don't know what happened. Did you listen to anything that I said? Yeah. Uh, you were going to be a top three. So I'm in it. Sounds Caribbean. I, I do like that part. I like Who it. Who is that actually? That's your people. I don't know. You should know My it. My people. My you people. You should know it. More. All right, Donald. All right, Donald. <laughs> Yo, you should know who's... They Caribbean. I don't know Caribbean oh. artists. Man, but you know who Burner Boy is. Though. That is your people. First of all, he's uh, oh, he's Afrobeats. You're just you racist. What are you talking? What are you talking? Caribbean, about? Caribbean is different from. Where do you think I'm from? Caribbean. I'm Place? from Grenada. Caribbean, Caribbean, Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving, Moving on. on. Um, let's see the life of Pablo, 2016. This album, Fire. You know why it's Fire? Because I went to the concert. So did I. I'm going to put that I out there. Well. I'm going to put that out there. Well. That I saw him at um, Toyota Center. Uh, great memories. I turned 20 that year. That was a great year. Uh, I don't really know what age I was then. Fool, you were 22. What are you... You were 20 as well. Or 21. Struggle does a lot to you. Struggle does a lot to you. You're me, annoying. Right? You're annoying. Favorite song? Uh, wolves. No, nope, it's Fade. It's Fade. It's Fade, uh, it's Wolves, no. and it's Frank's Trap. No, gotta do a three. It is Wolves, but it's not actually that version that's on the album. It's the Wolves the with version Vic? With, like, literally everybody. Yeah. It's, like, seven, eight minutes long. I like that. I like that's... the, yeah. The rings are... Ringed out, burn out, cave in, blackened to dark out. I'm mixed now, fleshed out. There's light with no heat. We cooled out, it's cool out. Life is precious. We found out, we found out, we found out. Being like that's not everybody's favorite. You uh, can't do that. You can't. It, do that. I mean, it's it's another. That's another. Um, like going back to the previous albums, that's <laughs> another like staple song. True, 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 true. I really killed that. He ended the um, concert with Ultralight Beam, and I killed it. That's I killed I, and it. I, 
word I remember for word. I went there by myself. Word everybody, for everybody flaked on me. I went there by myself. I didn't and know I that. Had an amazing time. Yeah, I didn't everybody. Know that. They couldn't go. They didn't have a ride. <laughs> I remember. I had. I remember. I had no car. Oh yeah, people were giving me the excuse. It was raining outside. Like the concert was outside. Concerts in an arena. They're like it's raining. My ticket's not working. I don't have a ride. I got the most expensive Uber I think I've ever had in my entire life. And I How made much? my way downtown. How much? How much? Uber was like fifty dollars at least. But so you drove was, like an hour. I no, I literally drove twenty minutes. Twenty minutes? Yes, it was just. I guess it was just rush hour, and it was actually. It was before, like, I had really, I hadn't moved out at this time, and I really didn't experience, like, being on my own. It was just me. I had no idea what to do. I just had my ticket. That's hilarious. people. And I actually, I'm not one of those people to, you know, when my phone dies, it dies. So I get out of the concert, I have no ride home, and my phone is on 1%. Bro, I never heard this. I catch the Uber as soon as my phone dies. Like soon when I open the door, my phone dies, and it's just I had no idea. It was one of the most memorable experiences. Ever. Really, that's good. Yeah, same. All out. I got all the merch. I got everything. Same, same. That my experience with the life of or the Saint Pablo tour was very crazy as well. I um. I literally got my braids, the front of my braids, redone that day. Thought it was going to take, like, an hour. It took more. Running late. I bought myself tickets. Wait, I think I have floor seats. I don't know. But I think I either... Oh, you was trying to get the braids ripped off, huh? No, listen. Yeah, I hate you. Floor seats. You was in the pit. Listen! I think I traded my floor seats for regular seats. Uh, and the white boys is wild in that pit. Ended up, you. almost definitely, ended up buying a ticket for my friend for her graduation present when I really could have used the money for both of those tickets to actually have my floor seat um, ticket. Oh, my gosh. And then what else? I ended up driving to U of H, meeting up with some other people that was going to go to the concert with us. It was like five or six of us. Man, that was I saw everybody in Houston, Alex. I saw everybody I ever met in life in Houston at Toyota Center. The most packed that I've ever seen it since Drake. It was. Since the, had, since the last Drake concert. That concert was actually the first concert I've ever been to in my life. Seeing Kanye was the first really? person that I ever saw. Yeah, that was actually my very first concert. And it was by myself. Nobody was with me. I didn't That's have the best no kind idea of what I was doing. That's the best kind going by yourself. I'm not going to lie. That's the best kind. I, uh, I got a beer. I was, I was actually really early too. Mm-hmm. So he, I was actually really early and then he ended up being really late. He was almost three hours late. Absolutely not. And I didn't really care. I was just so excited, but it mean, he didn't have a entertainment or anything, but he had yeah. the actual album playing in the background, but it was just, uh, it was mixed weird, so you couldn't really tell what it was, but it was, mm-hmm. you ever stand next to a speaker at a party and you just feel the bass, like, knocking Like that chest? lo-fi? You remember on Twitter when they were like, this is how, this is how nights yeah. would sound in the bathroom type thing? Ex- yeah, except it wasn't like a knocking your chest, it was your whole body was just yeah. vibrating. that's amazing. It was like, 
it, and it was it, like you could just stand there and you would just like feel the vibrations. That's crazy. And so I, we got the early. I got the early. I got myself a beer and I just walked around. And I honestly, my seat was trash. I paid like that's what bucks I. For I my remember seat. your Snapchats from it. My my seat was horrible and it was like the nosebleeds. So I'm like, nah, I'm not gonna do this. Yeah, I can def I can definitely finesse myself a better seat. Mm -hmm. So I went down there and I ended up getting a box seat. And yeah. there was a couple people in there. I got myself a beer and I stood up the whole time and it was amazing. Why have I never heard the box seat story? I hate you so much. Yeah, it was it was really nice. I and I upgraded. I I glad I got there early because I snuck through security and all that. Yeah. So it was Dang, that's amazing. I got me a um, a shirt that said floor admission. <laughs> Even though I didn't have floor admission. I had my people that had floor admission buy me that shirt. Wow. But and then the pit was the only thing I wish I would have exactly, saved money. Exactly, exactly. But really it was to. crazy. Well. It was war. <laughs> it literally was like something else. Where I was, it was, it's a... Amelia Arena is like a hockey rink, so it's really big, and so it was big enough to where there was a pit, but also you could kind of get out of it without having to go to your seat, and you could like sit down, and like there was the pit, and then there was people just chilling, just trying to regain their breath and stuff, but uh, same, same sort of lockdown. That's crazy, but his set, amazing, I thought it was a spaceship at first, I like how he had the smoke and the lights, it was just so memorable, like he introduced me to light shows, and then I went to a couple of other concerts where people had light shows. Chance had a light show, and I was like, bro, this is amazing. But yeah, let's move on, let's move on, because I could go on all day. Um, Yay. I don't... I, re I listened to all of it. Now, this came out last year. I listened to all of Yay. It's, I mean, it's short, because I remember he's on that seven album, whatever. But it wasn't very memorable to me. All Mine is obviously amazing. But my favorite is Ghost Town because I feel like I could fly. I feel like I'm flying when I listen to it. Uh, I like Ghost Town, but it's not my favorite. But it is, uh, like, I like it up until the chorus. You know, I'm a dreamer. So, you know, I'm, I'm very, like, <laughs> I'm very, like, meditate, positive vibes only, like, so it's about aspirations. You know, he's a, he'd be on that Walt yeah. Disney. He'd be on that yeah. Walt Disney Disney uh, yeah. vibe. Like, it was very, like, oh, my God. Like, I can do anything. What? It, Put my hand good. to the fire to see if I still, to see if it still burns? Like, are you kidding me? This now in mind, but maybe someday I've been trying to make you love me But everything I try Just takes you further from me Whoa. Once again I am a child I let go, go Of everything that I know Everything that I know yeah. And nothing hurts anymore I feel kind of free
we're still the kids we used to be If I still bleed yeah. And nothing hurts anymore I feel kind of free We're still the kids we used to be I, I, I like it, it's just, it was I would rather hear more of uh, I would rather actually though, See the way he was rapping, the way he was Harmonizing on that song, I wanted to hear more of it And then it just seems like the chorus Cut it off way too quick Oh, the chorus. The song was the chorus. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like that. Mm -hmm. I liked the chorus, but it was just too much chorus and not enough Kanye. Yeah. Which at that in that particular song, it was to the point where I could use more of that mm -hmm. instead of the chorus. Man, but, he um, just he he killed it. He said, "You might think they wrote you off." They gonna have to rope me off. What? 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 I, I can think. What? I can think of better verses, what? but um, yeah. Nah, he was just being very truthful in that, which is what the, which is what I like about Kanye. Him being yeah. very truthful about the nuance that he is. Given the cover, I have bipolar. It's awesome. Like, no, I'm bipolar. It's awesome. Like, admitting to his crazy, admitting to his. His wild tweets, his all of that. I'm like, you go. Yeah, what? but if we're talking about being truthful, mm -hmm. my number one song, which is the actual first song, I thought about killing you. That whole very right before the beat drops, that whole little yeah. um, that whole little stint right there is one of my all time favorite things that he's ever done. What? To date. Let me look at the lyrics on that. Let me look at the you lyrics. You don't know the lyrics? Yeah, don't, try to, don't, try to, don't try to quiz me. No, it, it's the fact that he actually says this. I don't like... He talked about that in the um, interview. Yeah, it's very, like... It's deep. Did you end it's up... It's very truthful. Did you end up watching the Letterman one? Yeah, I watched both of them. Okay, hold on. Let me see the lyrics to this thing, and then we'll talk about that real quick. He going in. This is like some deaf. Whoa! Whoa! Very truthful. I can't even read this. Okay. It is very true. I knew Francis and the Lights was on this. I'm like, nobody else makes those weird noises but him. The most beautiful thoughts are always besides the darkest. Today, I seriously thought about killing you. I contemplated premeditated murder. And I think about killing myself, and I love myself way more than I love you. So today I thought about killing you, premeditated murder. You'd only care enough to kill somebody you love. The most beautiful thoughts are always inside the darkest. Whoa! Who are you talking about killing? Kim? Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, but it's very truthful, and I, I haven't really heard a lot of things like that from him and I liked it because I knew he was capable of something like that but he just never really did it and when I first heard that that automatically like made me just see him way differently as more of like a less of a musician but more of a, an artist yeah most definitely 
I mean, I like my, my favorite of him being like very truthful was I love Kanye. I'm like, yeah. okay, so he does see what other people say about him, and mm-hmm. he's not, you know, he's still in a bubble no matter what, but he sees what other people say about him. But, um, yeah, that's all the albums. Um, Yandi's supposed to come out one of these days. I don't know, though. I'm, I'm getting less and less excited for Kanye albums. But, I mean, he's not only a musician, he does other stuff, but I'm getting less and less excited about his albums in particular. Uh, it's, I'm still the same. I'm still, still can't wait. But I still have forgotten that he's even working on it, if he even is. Yeah. I'm just kind of like, I'm appreciative of what I have gotten from him. And I mm-hmm. think that he needs to work on himself, work on his mental, and all that other stuff. But, um, how'd you, how'd you start liking Kanye? Um... I didn't actually find out about him from his music. I will. It was from his music, but not particularly his song. Mm-hmm. It was. It was more like I heard a song and I didn't know who that was, and I kept on hearing it, and I'm like, "Who is that? Who's that guy rapping?" Mm-hmm. And I remember I was in middle school. I was going into middle school, and it was when um, the song with Lady Gaga came out. The mm-hmm. poker face song mm. and and it was the poker face song that really did it and because that was actually <laughs> when i found out about kid cuddy so that's what i found kid out cuddy. too i didn't know who it was and, either you know because i always i always listened to it and i liked it a i heard lot, it on tumblr I never i never really knew who they were yeah so same i looked up, i looked up the song i don't actually remember when i looked it up but i liked that song and then the second song that kind of really did it was the uh, the off the uh, knock you down with Carrie Hilson and yeah. that's the one that just because the music video and that after yes. that everything else I was always on it okay what, what solidified it though uh knock you down with Carrie Hilson got probably. you that was fly that, that was fly yeah. um my dad introduced me to Kanye and I don't know when it was but. He definitely, it was probably around the time that Graduation came out. Um, I had always heard Kanye songs and didn't know that it was Kanye. And, yeah, we were driving in the country, like at our country house. And I remember it very vividly. We were crossing over the Brazos River. And he was like, let me play you this. And it was a CD. (laughs) And so he um, he played Kanye's album. And then he went really, really in depth about the song Big Brother off of graduation. And like that song solidified it because my dad was just gave me all the history of like Jay-Z and Kanye and their relationship to each other. And I was like, dang, like I thought it was so crazy. Like here it is, this guy singing about his love and admiration for another man. I don't know any rappers that do that. And I was already like, you know, I was already into Kanye because he... He made melodic music, and it was an easy transition from R&B to hip-hop for me. And so I'm like, dang, now he's getting vulnerable. Like, I never hear, like, rap like this. Nobody was on that, you know? Like, there would be no Drake if it wasn't for Kanye with, like, that type of stuff, in my opinion. So Big Brother is one of my favorite Kanye songs because, again, he's just talking about his 
um, love and admiration for, you know, all things Jay-Z. And, like, like he's talking about bad things as well, too. Like, he did a song with a rock band, and then Jay-Z did it. And, like, Kanye calls him out. But in my mind, I'm like, aren't they on the same label or they're very closely associated? Like, he's dissing his friend at the same time. Like, it's crazy. Um, and then freaking J. Cole did a song similar to that, too. Like, Big Brother has been copied. If not, if it wasn't already a copy itself, like, other people have done that afterwards. Yeah, I, I know the song, and I, I do like it, but it's just... It is good, but it's just not one of my favorites. I yeah. do like... When the song's actually over and he talks about Jay-Z, I do like that. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was super fly. That that solidified my love for Kanye. Um, and then his fashion, you know. I went through a whole phase of the wearing fashion, black. I did, I did like that because I was trying to get into other things. Mm-hmm. Other than, um, I don't even know what I was in. I think I was into fashion then, but it wasn't anything like what it is now or what I knew then. But, um... It was actually, he was trying to get into uh, art. Yeah. And so I remember he would hire different artists to do his cover arts. So the, uh, I don't even know their names. I haven't even really looked into it that much, but I do know that a lot of his album covers are done by very famous artists. And yeah. so I really like that. He actually had one where he did, um, I don't know what he did, but he, um, he redid two songs I think and the cover is like a bouquet of roses and they're melting mm-hmm. and like they, that's when he started getting into like art and then the uh, furniture design and all that and really like we really don't even see anything from that friend are you moving the audio is trash what are you moving the audio is trash stop moving oh yeah sorry you hate me oh my god but just him getting into other things besides music is what I really like because I was doing the same thing at the same time. So it was nice to see somebody going in, trying to do different things the same at the same time as you. Of course, not the same level or trying to do the same thing. It's just that you know that you can do multiple things just like everybody else and yeah. still be good at them too. I feel that. I feel that. He, he definitely introduced me to a lot I feel like he gives you cliff notes but you need he gives you cliff notes without the context you definitely need the context with context with him yeah for example he's very and I know that we're getting into a different um we're gonna move on to a different subject and this is it he's controversial in that he he says things and he doesn't he does not realize the implications that he's like making like he doesn't realize the things that he's saying point to other people being harmed and when I say other people I mean his fans that don't know any better his fans that move with ignorance yeah Kanye Kanye doesn't realize like him saying like all the controversial things that he that he says that it affects like the black community young black community in like a negative way in my opinion yes and so, like, give me an example, because he he honestly has been quiet lately. So now I need refresher. I need a refresher, because he's been quiet for the most part. His Twitter rants. His Twitter rants. He, Slavery is not a choice. Now, okay, as a free yeah, thinker... So, what? Go ahead. Go ahead. Look, as a free thinker, 
when you have money, when you have access to education, so on and so forth, you can say things like that to people that are on the same at this point, that that are in the same tax bracket as you, and that are artsy, and that are open-minded, and that are yada 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 yada, and they get the message. When you say that to people who aren't even taught correct Black history in school, and they had to find it out from their from their parents instead of the school system, and they had to look it up online, or they only heard about the true true side of slavery in college. 13 years post, you know, regular education. Like, when you're telling it to people that hold so dearly, like, black history, American history, when they hold it so high for, for you know, seeing it as, as what it really is. Like, slavery was not a job that people have. Like, chattel slavery was not a choice like they teach you. Like, when you're, t when you're, when you're so freely saying stuff like this, like, you're hurting people that know the truth yeah like i just everything needs context and i feel like to tweet so crazy like that like people don't have context you know what i mean like on yeah. one side on one side of the spectrum you can't say i can see how he would think that slavery would was a choice you know what i mean given how we are today as a people now like we would never <laughs> let that you know yeah then you also have to look at him like he's probably looking at if he was alive back then. Yeah. Because, I mean, granted, he would probably definitely be dead, but he would definitely be, he kind of, he probably, he's one of those people that are more than, obviously he's true, true to himself and his intentions, and he probably knows that he would act a fool back then. The thing granted, is, how, how, yeah, that's probably where he, he slavery is not a choice for him, you know, maybe that's how he felt about the situation regarding him, but the way he said it, a lot of people were offended by it. A I mean, AKA he just he just tweeted it, Alex. Like yeah, no exactly. context, like no context at all. Exactly. The thing is, he doesn't realize. I don't think he doesn't think before he speaks, and that's where he gets himself in trouble. And that's when I have to stop standing, and that's when I have to stop like Kanye, like what is it, Kanye apologizing, like apologizing for Kanye, like being one of those fans, like oh he didn't mean it like this, yeah yeah yeah, like no, like. You need, your PR team is trash. Your tweets need to be censored. You need to not have control of your account. You need someone to tweet for you. You tell them, they think about whether, you know, and they tweet for you. I feel like, I feel like it's a privilege to tweet. And he's, he's taking, upon, taking it upon himself to just be stupid. Oh, man. Well, I mean. He says a lot yes. of stupid stuff on there. But like yes as, no. aside from the inspirational stuff that he did that he does tweet sometimes, he says a lot of stupid stuff, and I'm just like, 140 characters is not enough for you to fully explain what you're saying. Like I said, the cliff notes without context. He does, but again, it's one of those things where you either are gonna let it bother you or you're not, because at the end of the day, whatever he says, it's already out there. This Even if true. he apologizes for it, you already know it's already out there. It's not going back in once he puts it out. What makes me bothered is his is his platform, is the fact that he has a platform and he does it. Any old regular regular Joe, fine, but he has a platform and he does it. And other people move based on what he says, and that's when I have a problem with it. Because you're you're negatively influencing people. 
You know what I mean? You're negatively yeah. influencing people that don't have the same experience, that don't have access to the same things that you do. You're negatively affecting them when you talk out the side of your neck like that. For example, he could tweet, I hate um, breast implant surgery. Nobody on earth should get it. Without context, <laughs> look, without yeah. context, it's, oh my gosh, women have the right to do whatever they want. You know, people could come at you like that. People could be like, you shouldn't have an opinion on what someone else does with their body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the context of that would be he lost his mom because she was getting breast argument. Um, she was getting her, she was getting a boob job and it went wrong and she died from it. And his mom was his greatest inspiration. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, he's, yeah. he's okay, done okay, stuff okay, like that a lot. Let me, let me stop you there. Let me stop you there. Because, see, that's just what Twitter is. I know. He can say, he can say those things. And like you said, people can perceive and have their own opinions and thoughts about, you know, what he actually meant or what they think it meant or what they perceive it as. But at the end of the day, what other people perceive or get from what you say is, is it's hard to like, um, maybe, I don't know, to accept it or to like come to terms with it. But it's at the end of the day, it's really not an issue for him. And even for, if we weren't even talking about him, like, say I said that, and mm -hmm. somebody got it as, say, I said the thing about the breast implants, and say somebody came and they DM'd me saying, well, you're calling this, uh, I don't know, what would somebody say? I mean, just use the same arguments that they would have for him. You don't have a yeah. choice on what a woman does to her body. Exactly. So somebody's come to me with that, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I said what I said, in whatever context, context, <laughs> of, context it was, you know what I mean? I said it, I'm not going to say sorry, regardless of what context it was, but I mean, who am I to have to explain it to you? I'm tired of you. I actually forgot that you'd be acting like Kanye. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, it's not necessarily the He the should nicest. be more tactful. He should be more tactful. No, no, I, I, I have to disagree on that, because who is he to have to... Because we're all human. We're all on the... Who is he to have body. more tact? Who is he to have more tact? Is that what you're going to say? No, 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 no. I'm saying we're all human. You okay, know, we're all, okay, okay, okay. Each other. Why, <laughs> why, we why do we have to demand something? You know, why, why, do we, why do we have to get all the facts? I just, just want him to be better. I'm a true fan. <laughs> I want him we, to be like, better. We, it's, it's like we, we come at these people... Become mm -hmm. these people that we like when they say things that we don't necessarily understand or get the full gist of. We attack them until they explain themselves in a way that we find understandable that pleases us. Uh. And I, and, and because people do that to me, people do that to me. I yeah, them. I did that to you for a long time. <laughs> yes, I did that for you for a long time. And, and I feel, I feel like it's wrong because I mean, nobody's hiding each other. If I don't feel like explaining something to you, then I'm not going to explain it. And if you get mad about it or decide not to support me or my music <laughs> or whatever I'm doing. And that's then, why, and look, and this same Kanye mentality that you have is the reason that I've blocked you multiple times. <laughs> it's the reason I've blocked you multiple times. But I mean, the account's still strong. The account's still strong. We're still retweeting. I'm just, I'm just letting the people know that I've, blo I've I had mean, to block Alex multiple times because he's, he's, he's proving true to what he's saying. Look, look, look. That, that's I, him. 
another one of my favorite my favorite rappers besides Kanye. I'm not gonna tell you his name. Who? He said. He said. He said. Let me tell you one of my favorite lyrics about him. Uh, it's probably said, Future Trash. He said, "If you don't future. like me, it's Future. He, look, 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 no, it's not Future. It's not Future. This is something to take away. He said, if you don't like me, then you should have shot me.' Okay? Because who is it? Who is it? it, it it's wretch. It's wretch. Never heard of him. Mm-hmm. You gotta look him up. But he said, if you don't like me, then you should have shot. You should have shot me. So." If you don't like it, then you got you to gotta say it. But then again, you got to also expect that you're not going to get a reply. And this isn't talking about me. This is from Kanye or whoever. If you don't, if you come to somebody that's not even really your business, you know, mm-hmm. and you come to somebody dem- demanding an answer, you also have to be ready in, to be ready to not receive an answer, especially one that you don't want. I have high... Okay, so yeah. We shouldn't expect anything from him because he's just an artist doing art. I'm just saying I have high expectations for him and I know that, you know, expectations are going to be... People are going to let you down to your expectations when they're too high. And that's what has happened with me for Kanye because I lauded him for his great artistic ability. I saw him on freaking Def Jam Poetry reciting poems like, I love his music, I love his poetry, I love his fashion... I love his I love his love for art because I'm an artist, I'm a creative. And so just to I don't know, to hear his political thoughts and not even just his political thoughts, but to to hear some of the other things that he says, you know, I'm just like, dang. Like, he got some other stuff going on that I don't agree with. And I haven't been able I mean the stuff that we just talked about and I'm just like as oh, a yeah. fan, as a fan, I haven't been able to come to terms with, you know, not getting something that I expected out of this, you know, out of another imperfect person. Um, I'm working yeah. on it, too. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Um, well, like, with me, it really didn't affect me. Because I guess there, he, there's fans. There's a, He has a lot of fans, but every fan is different. So, yeah. That's the like, amazing thing. All his fans mm-hmm. are very different. Yeah. So, like, for me, what he said, of course I saw it. And, you know, I comprehended it, but I really, it probably only went through my head probably about five to ten minutes. The whole scenario, the whole thing. Yeah. Because what I saw him as was not actually a voice or anything like that or a voice <laughs> of the people. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I, I didn't see him as that from, yeah. very, from, from early on. He was true. never really a voice. I felt like he like, put was, himself in that position. I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. So I never really saw him as that. So it really it really wasn't a shocker to me. But more, I, what I saw him as more was more like a, a personal artist or, you know, just to look more into what he actually did creative-wise. Mm-hmm. So I really didn't dwell on it too much, and it really didn't, you know, really affect me on how I thought of him that much, you know? Yeah. I took it into consideration, but at the same time, the whole reason I focus on him isn't because really what he says, but it's what he does, what he works with, and you know, how he works. I like that. Yeah, so I mean, I, I, like I, that. I know what he said. Yeah, and I don't I don't agree with it. Yeah. Like, at the same time, it's not really why I listen to him or why I'm a fan of him because of what he agrees and disagrees on. Yeah. It's because it's because of what he creates. I mean, I'm with it. I feel it. I feel that too. Uh, it's been a really big topic of discussion for, like, you know, people separating the art from the artist. And yeah, I, I, don't, I don't do that. Yeah. 
You just said you did. Well, okay. Separating so explain, the art explain, from explain the artist. That, yeah, I don't really get that term. So, like, what does that mean? So, you like what he creates. You like his art. But you... Yeah. But then there's the Kanye that says slavery is a choice. There's the Kanye that says we should also be more vocal about if you're a predator and if you're a sexual child molester. This is what he said on Letterman. You should be more vocal mm-hmm. about these type of thoughts and, and, and what they mean and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, like, he didn't say it like that. He actually said something very problematic. But, you know, like, well, that's his true self. You know what I mean? Yeah, but again, if you're an artist, see, an artist, whatever you're going through, however you, if you're any type of creative person, whatever you're going through, your thoughts, your feelings, whatever, is going to come out through it your It feels your art. So, so that's why I really don't uh, understand or fully I mean, get that, that term. Because ish. not, not yeah. necessarily what he said on the Letterman show, but speaking out or um, being, I guess, being... Uh, I don't know, oppressed by even the media or whatever. He does show that a lot through his art. And I know in my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy he mm-hmm. did in the uh, the video when, um, I don't know if you know which part I'm talking about, but when he rescued the, the girl from the fire and she woke up and he was watching the news. And he's like, don't ever listen to anything you see on the news. Like, it's just stuff like that, and you know? Or when uh, he took her to dinner and they were talking about how the fact that she's a bird and, you know, he acted like he didn't care. You know, it's just what other people think. So I do think the things that he's going through or that he feels like he's, you know, his issues in the real world, he does mm-hmm. bring them into what he creates. So that's I like why I really it in the, that term. I like it in the form of art, though. I like it, it it's, in it's the better. form of art. I, I can, yeah, I can digest it better when it's in the form of art and not when it's outright. And I think that just says something about me and that just says something about um, people in general. Well, I think that those problems, those issues should be expressed in art than rather in other forms like violence or acting out. It should be expressed, obviously. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's I think that's more why people are drawn to or understand it more. It's because it's being it's being channeled through Soft something serves, else that yeah. other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is true. But that's that's for everything. This is true. This is true. Um. So yeah, I think that's how does he. We're gonna end off with how does he inspire you, or what's what's been his influence on um, you as an artist. Um, I do like the way that he's completely, his whole brand, he owns 100% of it. Mm-hmm. Everything he's done, he owns it, and it's his name, it's his brand, there's no co-ownership, there's nothing, it's all 100% him, and I do like that, because being an artist, especially a solo artist, I don't, um, I don't, I'm not really, it's just me out here, so being an artist, being represented by a gallery or by another owner or a gallery owner stuff like that that's really big for like a solo artist mm-hmm. it just helps like drive me to like do better and stuff like that just to kind of level up each time yeah i feel that he inspires me in that in that well he used to inspire me in that he's unapologetic 
And I I obviously have to bite my tongue because even in the midst of his controversy, he's still somewhat unapologetic. Mm -hmm. Um, Some things he's he's taken back, um, but then he got right on the same train and rode with what he said in the get-go. But I do... I, I used to like how unapologetic he was. For example, that Taylor Swift thing. I feel like that's the yeah. first. I feel like that was the first and last time he should have been a spokesperson for the people, because I know how the, those award shows work. And I mean, he did it way back when, when he was sticking up for Beyonce, and then people just are starting to do it now because they see the trends and you know what type of people yeah. they, you know, so on and so forth. Yeah. Like he, I like how he, how he has always been his self and then people caught on later now maybe maybe i'm like going through the the pangs of i don't know and then five years from now what he's been saying you know 2019 2018 will you know prove to be true or whatever yeah or the things that he's doing now will like somehow be like popular five years from now I don't know, but... Well, well, like what? Like what? I have no idea. You know I'm not talking about the, the chattel slavery and the Trump stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, right now, what he... So, a lot of... He's getting really into, like... Uh, so, there's an interview I watched. He did an interview with... Um, it was it was the, the David Letterman interview, but it was... There's a couple of them. It's, it wasn't the on Forbes? the actual Letterman... It wasn't no no no. It was a Letterman interview, but I guess, it's I guess, but it's actually where David Letterman is in his house. So it's not like actually on the Letterman show. That was the same thing. And Letterman, yeah. he, he had an outfit from mm-hmm. from uh, yeah yeah. But he's getting into like he's to me he's not really talking a lot. You know he's not really out in the you know yeah because he the doesn't do internet anymore. But he's talking about, like, a lot of, like, spiritual things that, and, like, I really don't agree with it. But what he's doing now is he told David Letterman, he was like, I'm reading the Bible. Because he was like, where do you get your inspiration from? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm reading, he's like, I'm reading the Bible more. And so he read his scripture on in the interview. And honestly, I don't know how he even got, well, you know, what he got from the scripture. But he's reading the Bible, he said, and he's taking, you know, what he gets, and that's what he's basing off of what he creates or what he envisions and sees. And now that's the real, kind of like where I draw the line, you know, that whole spiritual, spirituality thing. I'm not really from him. I'm not, I'm not really that, you know, you know, like that's that's kind of where I'm gonna have to draw the line if he's getting his stuff like that, you know. And he can't be like he can't he can't be like, well, I read I read the Book of Revelation, so so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna start reading it like, all of the red eye. No, I'm not, I'm not really trying to. You know, he's gonna misinterpret he it. He's gonna misinterpret it and exploit he, it. He is, he is, and that's what I'm gonna have to. You know, yeah, that's, that's the that's head out. It's probably about to get very <laughs> electric chair. He's it's probably about to get very sacrilegious, sacrilegious up in here. Yeah, and, I, and I'm not, I'm not down for that. He's gonna try to exploit it. Like, I mean, I kind of like what he's doing with the Sundays, whatever. What is it, Sundays? The Sunday service. The Sunday service, mm-hmm. but like, he's married to a money making machine (laughs) like and i just know that she's gonna like 
I just I just feel like money's gonna be involved, but like it's the church. But it's it's like uh it's just nah. I'm not with it. I, I, I I'm can't not with I, it. I'm not. I feel like they're gonna make it a money making thing and then it's just gonna be like, Well you're doing what you know Well in the in the interview he not did doing say anything new in the letterman when he did say he was like I like to create things I, I he said I'm uh, blessed enough to be able to create things and do what I want and also make money off of it so the whole yeah I heard that part it's not that it's gonna go away so I mean he's aware he can make money off of it so I'm not really surprised I mean I do too you know when I, I make paintings to express myself but I also like getting paid you know but would you but but for example I like I like um the art of islam um the museum of fine arts houston has like a permanent exhibition on islamic art i love that imagine imagine if i started becoming an islamic um art collector and just like because this was this is very kanye i i started collecting islamic art and then I rented out a, a mosque. I don't even know if you could rent out a mosque, but I rented out a mosque and started yeah. doing like exhibitions yeah, in that mosque. Automatically, like, automatically, your numbers block. <laughs> like I'm not yeah. even, I'm not even of Islam. Like that's not even, like that's not even my steez. Like for exactly. so for me to do something like that and make money off of it, I'm just like, what? I'm not exactly. saying that Kanye is not of church and Christendom and didn't grow up going to church but i'm just like he was so far away from that in my in my eyes with like some of the things that he's done so for him to go back to that but try to make a money making machine out of it i'm just like kind of eh like kind of now i can i say like as an artist i see what he's doing i see the vibe yeah i see the vision it's, it's very hard to find inspiration so i think the bible itself is a great place to look for things yeah to even gain knowledge but what you do with what you learn yeah be careful yeah be careful yeah be careful because i would i would definitely have to stop standing if he like just crossed the line like i think i think <sighs> i think doing that itself is more more of a personal project than yeah something that you share. yeah the money is where it becomes like I have to side eye you. Mm-hmm. That's more of like a friends and family kind of project. Yeah, right there. and I like it. I mean, I like the videos. I, I'm not there at the Sunday service. I mean, mm-hmm. I like the videos. I, I think. I mean, it's better than you know him being drunk at the award show with a yeah. bottle of Hennessy. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, the I, Henny I do thing, like it. the Henny thing's possible. Mm-hmm. This is true. This is true. I'm excited to uh, see what he has in store besides music, though. So um, I'll just wait for that that stuff. But yeah, I think this has been a very good conversation, a good pod, a nice way to end the summer. Yep. Um, still a still a Kanye, still a Kanye. Um, what's another word for fan? Because I don't want to say fan. <laughs> I still, it's, I don't know. Yeah, admire, admire. I still admire the old stuff. <laughs> it really, honestly, to me, it hasn't, because I, I do listen to the music, but at the same time, I follow 
more of what his he other does stuff. Now. Yeah, his other stuff. Yeah, it's not even the shoes and the clothing. It's more of the clothing because the clothing really surprised me. No, yeah, I like. I don't. I don't care for the shoes that much. But the Forbes interview, those shoes look kind of cool. Like I like what he was doing with that. It did remind me of um, some type of worship or satanic circle, something. It was kind of weird. It was kind of weird. I liked it because what I noticed is a lot of those things he actually doesn't do himself. He has a lot of other designers and a lot of other people that oh, he most definitely for things like that curators. So I, I, I don't always blame him for, you know, if it looks weird. Because he'll say, he'll be like, oh, I have a this team. I, I asked so-and-so to do this. But um, what really got me was, like, his clothes, his first fashion show. Mm-hmm. And he had, like, he had, like, Young Thug in it and all the rappers and everything. That yeah. was when I was like, All oh, the Tumblr famous really... people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's when I was like, wow. Like, no, the album was good, too. too. Yeah, the album was good, but now he's doing this. And, yeah, the prices are inflated and yeah i bought some of the pieces and i still want more but i'm tired of you it's just it's just the fact that he you know and you know it's i think for somebody somebody older that mm-hmm. doesn't really know oh they're like shenanigans shenanigans you know what like, yeah a new fan but to somebody that's like seen him come up from literally before he even dropped like his first album yeah like then to see him now doing like fashion shows and like no it is crazy and i am happy for the success exactly. i just want I him to be that, i want him I to be more that's, t- yeah that's what it's just me being happy for somebody yeah. that i don't even really i never even really met but it does make me happy though i feel that i'm on the same wavelength um yeah i can't i don't i can't say it better than how you said it but i just want him to be more I want him to be more tactful. I feel like this is this is the gist of it. As a fan, as someone that admires his mind, his old mind at least, <laughs> and his creative mind, his creative mind today, as someone who admires that, I want him to make better choices and I want him to, to continue to go to therapy and all this stuff and, you know, continue to live a happy married life because marriage really does make some people better. Um, I want him to do all this, but I want him to be, I want him to do all of this in like good faith and like, I don't know, just be more tactful so that people can be more susceptible to what he has to offer. That is it. That is all. When he's out here wilding, people are less susceptible to what he has, you know, in store. I mean, as long as you avoid the bookings, you know. The what? The bookings, you know. Bookings, as in arrested. I hate you. As long as you're not arrested, you know, you, you, you're doing good for yourself. I guess. <laughs> I guess. We're gonna... You know? I guess. You know? But, yeah, but, um, but yeah, it was nice. I liked it. Yeah, he is gonna... probably my favorite artist. He is your favorite artist. Now that's enough. He is. Now that's he enough. Cut it out. <laughs> that's enough. Cut no. it out. Don't be humble. He, Don't be fake humble for the people. He is my favorite artist, but he's also the my one I hate oldest. the most. He's he's also like one of the first. You know, first besides yeah the first. Like he's actually like the he would probably be like number one. Is when I started even realizing what I wanted to do or getting into more just basically living more basically you know yeah. growing up as because at that time i was still a kid so 
you really don't focus on those things. What we focus True. on now, whatever we're going through now. So he was one of the first. So that's yeah. why I think I like him so much. Okay. That's going like it's going into like different stages of life. So you're going like out of childhood into adolescence and mm-hmm. then teenager and then into adulthood. Yeah. So he's been there all throughout that time. So that's why I would say he's True. The number one. Same, 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 same. But yeah, I'm about to I don't know, he keep on he keep on wilding, I'm about to switch my um standing over to Pharrell at this point. <laughs> at yeah, this point. I, I, I do like Pharrell. I love Pharrell. I do. I do. But, uh, but he, uh, it's just the dressing. I like him doing, I like, he, he should focus more on dressing than he should on the music. Who? I can't, I can't have another Despicable Me album. Who? Cut it out, boy. I'm about to hang up on you. Uh, this is a I'm great just... podcast. This is a great podcast. Thanks for, um, coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you. And, um, yeah. Any last words for the people? Any any quotes, any inspiring thoughts, any motivation? Please do not voice your opinions on other people's DMs and expect them to try and appeal to you because they won't. So, you know, you got to take everything with a grain of salt. Or other people's DMs? What are you talking about? Uh, literally, what we just talked about. People coming in with their own versions of, you know, their own versions of what other people say. And they demand an explanation. And a lot of that, if you go on Twitter, that's all it is. People just, you know, need to Oh, like screenshots of DMs? Everything. Basically. That is a good life lesson. Y'all should stop doing that. Because context. You got to mind your own business. Everybody needs context. Everybody needs context. I like that. I like that. I like Mm -hmm. that. I like that. All right. I'll talk to you later, friend. All right. All right. Bye. Peace. You're listening to Miss Erica Amanda Polk, and this is a left-handed podcast. Period. 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 You're canceled. You're canceled.